Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. How are you doing? I am doing pretty well. Pretty well. I'm actually really excited about something that I'm working on for the podcast, an expert interview. It'll be our first one, and I'm really excited. I don't have all the details nailed down just yet, so I don't want to say too much, but I'm so excited to share her story and to share her knowledge with you all. So more to come on that in the next few weeks, but I think you are really going to like it. Have I told y'all lately that you are the best? I love the message I get from you each week and I respond to every single one, whether it's questions about crystals or cards or meditations or just to say hi. I actually got a request this week for more meditations And I realized I haven't done a new one in a while, so I will definitely include those in the next series. I also want to give special mention to Kathleen B. She's the latest member of the Patreon page. Thank you so much for joining. Remember that you can go to the link in the show notes and join to get meditations, bonus episodes, videos, chakra recipes to help you with your weight loss goals, yoga sequences, and more. I am adding stuff every week that I think you will really enjoy. Today we are talking about healing the third eye chakra. I think mostly when people talk about the third eye, they talk about opening it. And I get why. Uh, Our physical eyes open and close, so it's an easy way to visualize the balancing of the chakra. But if you're worried that your third eye isn't open, just know that your chakra is working and that even if it's underactive or it's something you have trouble paying attention to, the healing practices we'll cover today are great ways to become more in tune with your right to see the right to see the truth, the right to have a vision for your future that aligns with your highest good, the right to let go of any illusion that's stuck in your consciousness and holding you back. So let's talk about how we can know if the third eye needs some attention. 
since we know that the chakra is all about seeing, if you're having trouble with creating a vision, that's a good sign that your third eye isn't acting optimally. When you picture your future, is it easy to see yourself where you want to be? This is a huge one with goal setting and weight loss. If you can't see the image in your mind of you as the person you want to be, the person making good choices for your health, it's going to be really hard to become that person. So if you can, right now, just take a minute to close your eyes. We'll use weight loss as our vision practice here, but if that's not what you're interested in, pick something else that resonates with you. All right. Picture yourself living your life as the person you want to be. Imagine waking up in the morning, not just comfortable in your body, but loving in your body. Imagine yourself looking into a full-length mirror and loving what you see. Feel those feelings. Let them come up. Let the picture in your mind be so clear that the emotions well up in you. Maybe it isn't weight loss for you. Maybe it's a new job or a new relationship, but imagine it so clearly that you have a strong emotional reaction. That's important because we want to be able to take the steps to behave in a way that gives us those feelings now. That's how we're going to have the courage to change our behaviors, to change our lives, because we know how we want to feel and we can do the things that help us feel that way. But if you can't picture, you can't visualize the future, it's so much harder to forge that emotional connection. So that's one way that we want to be sure our third eye is totally balanced, is to help us with visualizing the future so that we can see a clear path to get there. Another thing I see a lot is people who are in denial about where they are. This happens a lot in the health space. It can be really scary to realize that your health isn't good. So sometimes people refuse to see it or to acknowledge it at all. This shows up in some really obvious ways, like refusing to go to the doctor or not getting on the scale because for some reason we think if we don't know how much we weigh, then we don't have to do anything about it. We don't want the emotions that will come up if we get bad news about, say, our blood pressure. I had a client once who came to me for help losing weight, but she didn't want to do any of the initial assessments. I thought, logically... How will we know if we're on the right track if we don't have any way to measure it at all? But her fear of seeing the truth about her health was so great that she just closed herself off to it. I also found out she hadn't been to a doctor in years, and I wasn't about to start a program with someone who had all these health concerns if she might have underlying health conditions. So we did a lot of work on her energy at first. We would walk slowly together in a park near where she lived, and we'd just talk. I remember her being a lovely, funny, charming woman, but as we got to know each other, we uncovered a lot of past trauma, especially in her lower chakras, 
trauma that was holding her back, not just from losing weight, but from really living the life that she wanted to live. It took a few weeks, but she finally took herself to the doctor and got clearance to exercise a little more intensely. She also learned that she was pre-diabetic and she was in her 20s, so this was really kind of a blow. So we created a program for her to follow, and we worked together for about six months. We kept up our walk and talks, though, and we kept working on getting her energy flowing through all of her chakras, and I'll tell you why that was so important. Because after those six months, she decided that financially, it wasn't feasible for her to see me anymore. But the work that she did on herself, not the exercise, not the meal planning, the work that she did on herself and opening her mind to the possibility of who she could be without needing to deny where she is right now made her the kind of person who kept following the plan even when I wasn't there. The kind of person who put herself and her health as a priority. I didn't do that work. She did that work. And it started with her allowing herself to see the truth, to feel all of the emotions that go along with the truth, and to develop a clear vision of where she wanted to go, to let go of denial and illusion. I'll tell you, this. she is truly an amazing human being. We're friends on Facebook, and while we don't live in the same city anymore, I can see that she is doing so great, and I just love her. Some other ways you know you might need third eye healing, obsessions and spiral thinking. Do you get caught in a thought loop? Or are you seeing the future, but it's just a constant what-if stream of thoughts? You might call this getting ahead of yourself. Seeing a clear future is great, but not if it's making you anxious. You can see yourself having reached your health goals. And then you think, well, what if my clothes don't fit? And then what if I have to buy all new clothes and I can't afford them? And then what if I lose my job and I have all these clothes for work that I don't need? And what if I start eating healthy and my husband doesn't want to? And we fight and on and on and on like that. Just on and on with the spiral thinking. Obsessive thinking without a clear purpose. That's third eye. I hate to say you're seeing too much, but that's kind of what happens. You might have this need to see every single possible outcome, and it isn't helpful. It's really common, but it isn't helpful. And this is such a thing that I do too. Less now because I've really been working hard on it, but it's so miserable. And I'll tell you what I learned is that if I spend all my time and energy overthinking and overanalyzing and trying to suss out every possibility, I never took any action toward any possibility. So while I avoided catastrophe, I also never got anywhere good that I wanted to be. I was seeing a hundred clear futures and I couldn't make my way toward any of them. And that's third I work too. The last few things that might show an imbalance here, difficulty concentrating, nightmares, monovision, where you can only see one option. You're stuck on a particular option and you can't imagine that there's anything outside of this one idea. 
Uh, you might have trouble visualizing colors or imagining things. Wow. Okay. Uh, that seems like a lot, but, but this is a really important chakra. And if you have imbalance here, it is going to affect the rest of them most likely. So what can we do? How can we start to heal? Well, the best way to heal this chakra is meditation. You can use any of the meditations from this show, of course. Episodes 8, 16, and 24 all have meditations you can use to create balance here. You can go back and listen to the episode. And of course, all those meditations are available if you join the Patreon page. And you don't have to go back and listen to the whole episode unless you want to re-listen, which is never a bad idea if you think you're struggling in a certain area. You can also do a form of meditation where there is no audio guidance and you simply sit and focus on your breath. Sit up. Don't lie down unless you know you won't go to sleep. And try to feel your breath right at the nostrils. I've talked about this type of meditation before, and I know it's really hard. It's the kind of meditation that people try once, and their minds wander everywhere, and they assume that they can't meditate or that meditation isn't for them. It just takes practice. Also, a willingness to admit that minds just wander. That's what they do. I've been to meditation retreats with monks who give talks on meditation, monks who've been meditating for decades, and they say their minds wander. So I figure if a monk's mind wanders, I can give myself a break and realize that mine will too. I read a quote the other day that said something like, meditation isn't to get rid of your thoughts, it's to stop them from controlling you. Or something like that. It was probably more eloquently stated than I just did, but you get the idea. The idea isn't to never think again or to clear your brain of all thoughts. It's to stop reacting and going down the rabbit hole after every single thought. That's what, that's what meditation is about. Another way to create balance is to look at things that are far away. Okay, that sounds weird, so let me explain. We live in a very close-up world. We're inside a lot, looking at computers or phones or walls or even other people, but everything is, is relatively close to us. It trains our physical eyes to not ever look very far away. If it's possible where you live, go outside and look at the horizon. I live in a city, so that's hard to do because everywhere I look is just buildings, so I have to go to a nature preserve or a big park or something. But gazing at things that are far away from you opens up your third eye to greater possibilities. It's really good for your physical eyes too. So when you practice using your intuition, that's really good for your third eye chakra as well. Sometimes I think we get caught up in thinking that intuition is this big deal where we can tell the future, but it's really just listening to subtle messages from your subconscious, your body, your environment, and the world. You can practice when you make a decision of any kind. You know, relax and breathe, and then listen for any messages that come up. If you have a hunch about something, get in the habit of following it. More often than not, especially after some practice, they'll be right. 
But when we don't follow through on our gut feelings, when we ignore what comes to us, the messages stop coming or they come in so faintly we don't recognize them or we've trained ourselves to push them down. And that's when we need to work on healing the third eye chakra. So you can practice following your intuition as a healing practice for this chakra. All right. And last but not least, our third eye yoga poses. Some fun ones today. Humble warrior. Prazerita, which is a wide-legged forward fold. Dolphin pose. Janusharasana. And child's pose, which you may remember was also in the root series of poses. So I will post those pictures on Instagram and Facebook. You can take a look and add them to your practice or just try a couple standalones, right? It doesn't always have to be this big deal sequence. I'm going to start posting a couple of uh, sequences on the Patreon page so that you can follow along short ones, right? Short practices that you can kind of just toss into your day anytime you're feeling uh, the need to do just a little bit of stretching or a little bit of balancing. That's it for third eye chakra healing practices. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we will wrap up this healing practices series. And in the next few weeks, we'll start another one. So stay tuned for that. Remember to join me on Facebook and Instagram, both at Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, of course, and go to the newly created Patreon page if you want to join and get all kinds of perks and benefits there. The link to that is in the show notes, so you can just click on it and take a look. Again, I appreciate each one of you so much, and I can't wait to talk to you next week about healing practices for the crown chakra. Have a great day, my friends. Bye.